0: What's up, everybody? We've got a special mega episode today, an NFC season preview brought to you by the good folks at Fans First Sports Network. We're going to discuss the outlook of each team heading into this season, the state of the division, and where we think it's all going, and a few predictions. So, hear it all next. It's episode one of our NFC North Roundup. I'm Pei, host of the Bear Claw Pod. I'm joined by Dave of the First and Skull Pod. What's going on, Dave? Hey Pei, how you doing? Happy Skull to you. <laughs> Love it. Love the energy. Also, also with us too, we've got June from the Bleachers and Two Speakers Pod. How you feeling, Joe?
1: I'm doing good, man. How are you?
0: I can't complain, man. It's Saturday. September 2nd is warm outside. We got college football. I can smell the pigskin.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Best smell in the world, baby. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Especially when it's this type of weather, too. It's it's warm. It's comfortable. You can't you can't complain, right? Mm, you could, but we're not.
1: <laughs> it could be raining. It could be I mean, here in Detroit it's 85 degrees and 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 clear and sunny, so
0: Oh, yeah. Here in Chicago is about the same, mid-80s, sunny. No complaints here with us, especially since we have an easy mark on our schedule to start the season. And with that said, we're going to start this conversation with you, June. You mm-hmm. start the season off for the division, <laughs> for pretty much the whole whole league. You're def- you're yeah. playing the defending champs uh, in the primetime game September 7th. just wanted to ask you, how are you feeling about your team's chances?
1: I think it's a very good test for our team. I, I'm not a moral victory type guy. I don't, I'm not looking for a close game. If they, if the Lions win, I will be the first to rejoice. If they lose, I'm going to be the first to critique. I think it's a very, very tough draw for the first game of the year. Uh, that team, Kansas City team, has arrived. They are there. That's who That's who you have. And the Lions are in the process of building upon what they did last year. So we don't quite know what we have. Um, there's been a lot of changes in the defense. We're hoping for the best. So it's a tough draw, man. It's a big test for the first week.
0: They put you there because everyone thinks you all are ready for the next level. I believe, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn if I say that the lions are the odds on favorite to win the division this year. We, I think Mm -hmm. we all have a consensus with that opinion. Correct.
2: Well, by Vegas, I don't think it's (laughs) correct, but by Vegas, they are.
0: (laughs) They they had one, one hell of a second half last year. So we're, we're every Vegas, Vegas. I I appreciate that correction Dave. Vegas thinks you all can build on that. So that's why you mm-hmm. all got to Kansas City first. Let's go, ahead, let's go out there and see that offense against uh, some real competition.
1: Well, I've been paying attention and following the Lions for a very long time. I've stopped sipping the Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid for a while. I just have to wait and see. Uh, <laughs> they finished the year, the last eight and two in the last 10 games, and there was a game in that, last 10 games where it decided whether we were going to be in the playoffs or not and it was against a lowly carolina team and lost that game 29-7 to and it still it left a bad taste in my mouth it's not like it's like i can't quite get all the way confident i got to see what they got i got to see what they got i'm gonna be honest like, we, we've been favored to win the division before and nothing. So, or be competitive in a division and nothing. So, I'm just going to – we're going to take it game by game.
0: Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, Dave, move, say something. Move. I want Dave to say
2: something. He, he's chomping he's hey, at the hey. bit. Um, <laughs> no, but I love the fact that the Lions went out and beat – the Packers knocked him out of the playoffs last year. We were all cheering drink amongst the entire <laughs> NFC North for that. The rest that. of the North, it was fantastic.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think no, it was no, a couple of seasons too early, too late. <laughs> He's already done his damage in in the NFC North, North, and to us. So,
0: yeah, all losses count equally. I was mm-hmm. I, again. I I echoed Dave's sentiments. We are we were appreciative you can keep those yellow and green colored miscreants out of the playoffs.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It was great. Um Juno, you're a betting man.
1: Uh did d- it depends on how much I've had to drink.
0: <laughs> that's a good that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Yeah. Um we already spoke about Vegas. I think Vegas has the line at six and a half. Or, or the game versus Kansas City. How do you feel about that spread? Uh,
1: I'm with six and a half. That offense is so explosive and we, here's the thing, right? If I were very, very confident about our defensive backfield has been totally overhauled, I would take the lines and the points. Like, it will be a closer game, but yeah. with four new D backs back there, I don't know. That's Mahomes still. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. offense is going to be clicking. It's going to be a well-oiled machi- machine. Now, defensively, I don't. I'm not worried about moving the ball against Kansas City. I'm not worried about that. But uh, I think we can score against them. I just think, can we keep up with them? And for the first game, no, I would be. I would not bet on the Lions versus uh, Kansas City for the first
0: game.
2: No, I had to see.
0: What about you, Dave? Bet man?
2: Only sometimes, and never on the Vikings because it's too close to the heart, and I make it's bad decisions up. when I do it that way. <laughs> now, if I was looking at the six and a half points Lions versus the Chiefs. I'm still probably going to have to take the chiefs because the lions generally have lately have started out slow. The chiefs are the super bowl champions. We know who they are. I would go, I'd take the six and a half points. I'd give the six and a half points and take the chiefs.
0: Yeah. One of my favorite, um, bets over the last couple of seasons has been Detroit in the backdoor cover. They, they, whatever line it is, if you give them plus if, if they're plus seven, oh, you gotta take that because they are not they're not gonna lie down. But I like what you said mm-hmm. there, Dave. It it is it is still the Chiefs. The, the Chiefs still- are they are known to get up on you real fast and real quick. It just it mm-hmm. might just be a demoralizing thing that they just that Detroit just can't climb out of. So right. I think that's a smart way to go. Just and it's in Kansas
2: City, and you know the fans are gonna be rocking.
0: They do not. Yeah. They don't play fair in Kansas City. They they go they, they go for the jugular, especially in, uh, they're raising their banner. Oh, I, don't 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 be cute. <laughs> don't don't go for the underdog on this one. I I agree. I
2: agree. I'm hoping the team with the Super Bowl hangover is not the Chiefs, and that it's the Eagles. Of course, who we play in Week Two. Mm hmm.
0: Good segue. So. Mm-hmm. Outside of who who Vegas thinks are the favorites for this division, we've got a bit of a conversation to go about who's second in that in that line between my team, Chicago Bears, and yours, Dave, uh, Minnesota Vikings. Go ahead and uh, tell us what you think about your season output, or well, your season outlook, rather. As far as the Vikings go, you all got had had some changes going on. You got rid of Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. You added you added a new got a new shiny toy on the offense. Jordan Addison, yes, you know, we speedy do. Speedy guy in more ways than one. Yes,
2: Nicknamed Speedy <laughs> Gonzalez. Mm-hmm.
0: So, one hundred and forty
2: down. I ninety four.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> uh, hope he doesn't do it down the sideline on some some of our teams. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey, I'm I'm impressed with the young kid. He's got... He can catch. He's got hands, soft hands, nice, you know, the baby soft hands you want of a receiver who can catch just about anything within his range. And he's got a catch radius that is deceiving because it's a lot larger than what you think he would. He's a small diminutive receiver, which sort of worries me. And he only weighs like 185 pounds dripping wet. But... Mm -hmm. He is so fluid, both in body movement and running routes. and he he can run routes well. a lot of a lot of good receivers coming out of college still need to learn an NFL route tree and how to execute it properly. They've been running nines and you know, all sorts of other stuff during college, but it's really limited. They get here to this level, and then suddenly, it's it's different. Well, he fits in almost perfectly, and I like the fact that he'll be opposite of Justin Jefferson, best wide receiver in the NFL, and TJ Hawkinson, who just got his extension, June should know about, and mm-hmm. that our offense should be explosive. I expect our offense, if you're talking about for an outlook for the season, to be top five. Mm. We were close to it last season. I think we were six. I expect it to be top five. The question on the Vikings, though, however, is the defense. Like in Detroit, we've got a bunch of young defensive backs. The only one with experience is Harrison Smith, and then we uh, signed in free agency, uh, Brian Murphy from the Cardinals. Everybody else is first- or second-year guys, for the most part, I shouldn't say. Our safety is a little bit older, but... Not much, and we got rookies back there too. That's the big question mark. But we went from Ed Donatel, who we call Ed Donashell, because he loved playing <laughs> his cover two shell all the time, and we it was a a reactive sort of defense that just drove us mm. bananas last year. To Brian Flores, former head coach of the Miami Dolphins and assistant defensive guy for the Steelers last year and now that defensive attitude has done a complete 180 instead of sitting back and waiting for the opposing offense to come to up to them they're attacking and causing chaos I think with that upgrade even with the young players there we're going to miss some plays guys are going to get burned and we're going to give up scores but we are going to absolutely terrify whoever we play. And I think that's going to cause the Vikings to defend their NFC North crown.
0: Well, yeah, there's, um, there is some idea There's a popular idea coming up as, as out of the last few weeks that Minnesota has been being counted out a little too early, you know. There's there's they're thinking that Minnesota actually might challenge Detroit or somebody another team, I'll talk about them in, in a bit, for that division crown. So this is the question, double question to you, Dave, and Anna June. If I were to say the the Vikings will go will win the old 9 and 8 is that a successful season, or, or is it, is it, is it a, I guess I don't want to say unsuccessful, but it, are you disappointed with that with that output?
2: If everybody stays healthy and we go nine and eight, that's a big dis- disappointment. Disappointment. Okay. Joe, we're what do you think at, about that? We're, we're not going to win thirteen wins like last season. That was that was strange, but mm-hmm. we're expecting ten, eleven, twelve. Even with our oh, really? tough schedule, and we play all four of the conference uh, championship teams, so even with that, we're expecting ten to twelve wins. Vegas isn't Vegas has this, a uh, what is it eight and a half nine and a half somewhere in there.
0: Oh yeah, I, I looked at the lines. Uh, they have you have Minnesota at eight and a half.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So you you think that's easy money? Easy money. Uh, easy, easy money, pay. and that easy that would be a
2: Vikings bet. I i would make
0: i i, hear you, I hear you loud and, loud and clear you know what i don't i don't disagree too much i think nine and i think eight and five for for an over under uh wind pro- wind projection is a little low i think that is a, a good bet to be made what about you what about you june you chime in too steve what do you all think about uh over eight and a half wins for the minnesota vikings
1: I haven't looked at their schedule, and I think that would be a disappointment disappointment to them. I mean, uh, they won thirteen games last year. Um, uh to to achieve just nine is a drop off, and you're likely not liable to be in the playoffs at nine and eight. So
3: mm-hmm.
1: it would be a disappointment, and just like it would be a disappointment for the Lions, like Lions went nine and eight last year. Same thing. It, I mean, this this level of 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 not being good enough here in Detroit is just not acceptable. It's just we've been down in the dump so long. So there's big expectations around here. The aura around here is they're talking really really they're expecting big things out of the Lions this year. And for me, like I said, I'm tiptoeing. I you know, I lo- I love to hear it. I love the optimism, but it's a game-by-game game thing with me. And Dave, I forgot to tell you, you didn't mention a wide receiver that I've known since he was a kid, and that's K.J. Osborne. He's from Ann Arbor. He's from Ipsy. He's a great kid, great addition. That offense with those three receivers, Addison, Jefferson, and K.J. Osborne, is going to be very explosive and very scary.
2: I can't wait to watch K.J. this season because K.J. is the question mark. K.J. was wide receiver three last year to start the season, no doubt. He got, what was it? 350 of his 600 yards plus yards in the last six games. He stepped up and became that wide receiver two over Adam Thielen. And he just, he blossomed. And he's got an attitude with him about that. He's going to exceed, succeed no matter what. And he's going to push himself to be the best. Well, when we drafted Jordan Addison, everybody said, Jordan Addison's going to be wide receiver, too. And I said, whoa, time out. So Hold fast. your horses, as I used to say. I said, K.J. Osborne's going to have a thing or two to say about that. So, I mean, I you can't lose if you put either one of those guys in the slot. Mm-hmm.
1: So you'll have three very good, and most wide receiver sets are three sets now. It's not. So much, you don't see a fullback. You don't see two tight ends a lot. You see a lot of three three and four wide receiver sets. A, it'll be enough, time, it'll be enough uh, space for them both to play. And uh, I don't want to get too into
2: complimenting the, the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get, you know, June, this is when not. Was the a, last, when was the last time the Lions won the division championship? Um, It's been a while there. 2011,
0: uh, 2010, around that time?
2: When we were the mm-hmm. NFC Central.
0: Oh, really? It's think. been that
2: long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, they've been to the playoffs since Thanks, then. Dave. But to win it, Wait. it's been since we were the NFC Central. I, I really appreciate that, Dave. You've been too
1: kind. Just for that I mean, history. You mean comment. to tell
0: me you all had Megatron and Stafford and still didn't win a division?
1: Hey, pay, man. Let's let's do let's not do this, man.
2: Let's uh, okay. All it's right, a man. new
0: year, man. It's a it's new year. year. But they're
2: favored, pay. They're favored this year, and yeah, they are. You know, Steve, because...
3: how are you, sir? I'm good, man. I I had a um a work day to start at six o'clock. I set my alarm and slipped straight through it. How y'all doing?
1: I'm good, good. man. I'm good.
2: We're good. We're good. Oh, no,
3: I did want to say something about the Vikings. Like you said, a 12 win season, and they won how many last year?
2: I said 10 13. to 12, and they won 13 last year.
3: They lost probably a top five running back. No. no. Dalvin
2: Cook is not a top five running back.
3: No. Well, he, he was probably number one in our division.
2: Yeah. Dalvin Cook was on the decline. If you looked at his numbers, okay, he's on the decline. Now, is Dalvin Cook great? Yes. Heck, that's yeah. why I make artwork of him. He was a great <laughs> running back, but he's inefficient in the system we run.
0: Presently. Got you. Okay. I don't disagree that uh, what what Stephen what Stephen was hitting that if you you did lo- you did lose a, a I don't yeah. want I don't want to say the best part of your offense because obviously it's not you had the as you stated best wide right receiver in the game right now is on your roster as well you just added another another pair of hands Jordan Haddison. and now we transition to Alexander Alexander Madison as to be your bell cow. I don't think it's too much of a step down. Maybe we start seeing some regression with Kirk Cousins, everybody's favorite primetime quarterback.
2: I expect that. Believe it or not, I expect it. He's
0: 35.
2: Just Mm -hmm. turned 35. 35 Mm -hmm. is that magical number age-wise for a quarterback in the NFL to start going over the hill where their abilities start to degrade right with running backs it could be 28 mm-hmm. right we know that some linemen it's 31 it's 34 it depends on the position how long you can last quarterback if you do a study on them and you throw out the outliers tom brady and aaron rodgers it's it's always right around 35 34 35 36 is when they're their physical abilities start to degrade. And I'm worried about that, that that's the case with Kirk. We saw signs of it last year, believe it or not. But with Kirk, where we got the improvement was on the mental side, and I think that's because of Coach O'Connell, our new offensive-minded coach, versus Mike Zimmer, who couldn't stand Kirk Cousins. Um, the change was there. Now, can he keep him playing at that high level? I sure hope so, because they're going to need to. For us to repeat as division champions. But I have no problem. And I think Madison is going to be the whole idea of getting rid of, rid of Dalvin Cook, Steven, was that we want to be more efficient in our run game. Mm-hmm. Dalvin last year was great for one yard, two yards, minus two yards, minus one yard, 85 yards, one yard, zero yards, that sort of run. We don't want that. We want. Three, four, five, six, three, four, five, six. Okay. So it leaves the playbook open. So we're not sitting there at a second and eleven or third and eleven mm-hmm. and going, all right, well, no, what are we gonna do? We're gonna throw it to Justin Jefferson. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you can only do that so many times and get lucky. And we got lucky last year, right? Mm-hmm. All those one score wins, we got lucky. I think they're they're going for a more efficient run game. They did bring in a blocking tight end. We're gonna see more 12. Man okay. formations. We do have a fullback. We rarely use him, but we do have a fullback. And we're gonna see. I think the whole idea is to be, like I said, more efficient in the run game, get some yards, which opens up the playbook even more in the passing game. Kevin O'Connell's gonna pass. That's mm-hmm. his mantra. We're gonna throw all day. It's probably 60% of the time we're gonna throw, but we can throw more or more better. If you want to call it that way, if we're running efficiently. And that's mm-hmm. that's the reason we got rid of Dalvin Cook. That and his okay. money. All
0: right. I I, I I have no quarrels with that with that answer. I, it makes sense. <clears throat> All right. So we've talked about our assumed division winner and last year's division winner. Let's talk about the team that's won the division seven times in the last ten seasons. Those Green <laughs> Bay Packers, everybody's favorite. Steve, you got uh you are the new guy on the block. You've got a new show starting up soon, primarily on the Green Bay Packers. Let's uh, let's talk about them this for this season. Okay. What, what, what's uh? So let's start right at the top. It's a new era, Jordan Love era. Aaron Rodgers gone. Everybody's happy about that. How do you feel about it?
3: I am excited. I am excited. Um about the unknown. We know coming in last um to my years, we had Aaron Rodgers. We know what he does. Throws touchdowns, really throws interceptions. Jordan Love has sat for three years, gaining up all as as much knowledge as he can from the great one. And I hope he can show it on the um field because these are strange waters that me as a Packers fan is coming into for the first time in a very long time, you know. Um Jordan Love, from what I've seen so far, seems to have a pretty steady head on his shoulders. Um seems like he's he's taking a lot of good notes from Aaron Rodgers as to not turning the ball over. Like Aaron did, of course, watching Break. Um, our secondary is still pretty good. We still pretty stifling the secondary. Um, although we lost a couple key components, we still should be straight with Jair. You know, anchoring one side of the field, and um, our special teams has um definitely gotten worse. We have gotten a worse special teams, which I really don't know how that is because that's something I kind of try to pay attention to with the Packers because it's our intangibles that we lose games. Special teams and running game. How we always lose games. We, we keep, like we don't give up three, four touchdowns in the air. You run the ball on us, or you score, or you send up yourself in pretty good field position. So this season, I'm just I'm just optimistic. I do feel we will win a lot of ugly games. I think Jordan Love will have that mentality to kind of put us over a hump. And if not, it's his first season, you know. I can't expect greatness coming straight out the gate. So, it's um, I am a patient person, you know. I've been giving Aaron Rodgers the ump amount of bit of a doubt for not getting us over the hump when, in fact, it hasn't always been his fault. You know, it's either been a bad defense or we played cold or we just – so happen to play the 49ers every year in the playoffs so um i'm really optimistic about this season i think we're going to be pretty pretty
0: mid i think i think I think mid is the answer as well
3: pretty mid <laughs> eight nine
0: nine no. eight no
3: maybe maybe I, I mm, no i won't say seven i won't I won't give my team a <laughs> a seven and tenner but i, I wouldn't be mad at it I'm I'm just, you know, just preparing for whatever happens cuz who knows what's going to happen this season. And it's going to be a long one.
0: All right, let, let let's open this up to the to the the entire division. Steve says he expects a close to 500 season for the Packers. Fellas. You
1: Should all let think, them
0: have
2: a <laughs> I
1: think 89 is fair.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> so I want to lose seven crazy. wins for the Packers. I don't want them drafting first in next spring. That's
0: some that's a that's a well, good shade there, Dave. I like that. I like that <laughs> I like that thinking. I like that thinking. Oh, let's think. The the math of it doesn't doesn't really work that well for me because I don't think speaking from my team, if we haven't got to my team yet. Speaking from my team, we're not finishing finish with three than seven wins and June your team is scheduled to your team is assumed to get in the neighborhood of 10 10 to 12 just like that's like Dave you you say the same thing all these teams can't can't be plus eight. everybody can be everybody right <laughs> well
2: no yeah. we all play the NFC south so
0: oh, yeah they, they, are giving, they are giving up wins they are they're giving up wins down south mm-hmm. uh uh, I don't know. I don't
1: know. And, but, and to be, yeah. in the, and to be, you know, total dis, uh, total disclosure. I project the Lions to win about eleven games.
2: Um, anything less than that, failure of a season.
3: Mm. And I
2: think that I think the NFL, when they made the schedule, thinks that as well. Yeah, they do. They so. think it's going to come down to the Lions and the Vikings at the end, deciding mm-hmm. the division. And they have the lions as favored.
0: Yeah, I, I think like we talked about, they're they're favorites by pretty much all all the Vegas, all the prognosticators, all the bloviators on national media. They're giving them. They're giving the lions. They're uh, they're they're just due.
1: I'm I'm concerned about that back four. The the Viking strength is the is their is, is those wide receivers and our weakness. Our unknown is that back four of the defense. So it'll be very interesting to see how it plays out.
0: Okay. We didn't talk much about defense. Um, none none in this episode. And I want to be real quick. I know the Packers are, they've got uh they're in transition on offense, new quarterback, but they still do have Jair Alexander, as Steven mentioned. We all agree that. Jair is probably the best defensive player in the division, right?
1: He's a beast.
0: Yeah, yeah. beast. Right. Yeah, sure. I, well, at least that. They, at least that the Packers have that going for them. Eight win season that you project, Steve? I can't get with it. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't get with it. Uh, okay. I can totally but, uh, understand
3: why.
0: I, uh, yeah. I, I, Definitely, because you got you got to, you got your first loss coming very soon. Days by my <laughs> I, I know it was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs>
2: so we can't wait to watch either.
0: That's the <laughs> afternoon game. We play it. at
2: noon. You guys play in the afternoon at three twenty-five. Yep. I'll roll right into it.
0: <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's close up and let's talk about that those bears that that projection.
1: Yeah, I want to hear about the Bears. What do you think about the Bears there pay? What's your projection?
0: So, when the season when the schedule dropped in this in this spring, we did a uh I, like everybody else, I'm pretty sure everybody did a, well, you know, wins loss projection. I had the Bears at that point at 9 and 8. Just and that was me being pessimistic. That mm-hmm. was a 6 win improvement. And I was, I was calling that pessimism pessimism. So after the pre, after the preseasons has concluded after, after we've did all the cuts, um, after the rest of the offseason season moves have been made, I'm a little bit more, my optimism has waned a little bit. So I'm, I'm, I'm fine with the eight win, eight win campaign. I'm fine with that. It's still a five win improvement. Which is get which gets everybody a raise. Everybody get everybody can pat themselves on the back with a five win improvement, right? We still mm-hmm. got as you mentioned, in you know in the last segment, of June. We played the NFC South. I'm sorry, Dave, you you said that we played the NFC South. I don't think our, I think our schedule was top for bottom three of all the uh, across the league. If I'm not misquoting that, I believe I saw that somewhere. This just I'm. I, if I go through the schedule, if I could be as you know, negative as, as possible, just going through that schedule, I can't see us losing another nine, having another nine loss season. It's, it's just that it's just that bad. We've added all these, all these offensive weapons. We've added defensive. We got defensive. Help. We don't have enough. we are still, we were, ter- we were terrible as far as pressuring the quarterback last year. I think we were, I think we had 20 sacks total something around that we was about probably the worst in the league. I don't think we've improved in that in that space enough. Um from t- we don't have it improved in that space enough for me to believe that oh yeah we're we're a playoff contender we are a super bowl contender some people have said that I've heard on this network that they, they expect the best to make the playoffs I'm not going that far. Give me five wins and I, I say that's a successful season. I um,
2: will give you more than five wins.
0: No, this I mean five. five win improvement. Five win improvement is what I meant. <laughs>
2: <Well>, okay. Um, <laughs>
0: Even with Justin Fields, I give you
2: more than five wins.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, that's a very important part of the game: being able to pressure the, the other team's quarterback, being able to cause havoc in the backfield. I don't think we're there yet. We've upgraded our linebacker core. Obviously, getting Tremaine Edmonds. I'm not too happy with our our safety work eddie jackson and brisker i think they they're too up and down i'm speaking directly to eddie jackson eddie jack one of the one of my pet peeves is tackling eddie jackson has lapses in that very it seems to be very basic skill set but he has his he has his laps he can make a big play here and there but just making the correct play sometimes he you know whiffs on it uh, as far as offense, like I said, we we upgraded on on some of our skill positions. Our our GM loves the big the big name additions. You got DJ Moore, who's I don't think I'm 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 not gonna uh, y'all can't anybody's young, but I'm not gonna say he's you know a top top right receiver, not top twenty guy. He's a, he's a very good very receiver.
2: Good. He's very good. very
0: good. He's a lot better than what we've had. Serviceable Competent.
2: Yeah. Yes, there's another. Yeah.
0: Um, him and Justin Fields' rapport seems to be very good. I can't wait to see how they work together. It's the other two receivers that I have questions about. Chase Claypool is constantly in and out of the doctor's office. Um, Darnell Mooney, he played in the last preseason game after spending the entire offseason on the sidelines, coming back from a uh, from a leg injury. I just I'm, I'm a little worried about the uh, cohesiveness of from the quarterback to the wide receiver, entire wide receiver room. I do believe we're going we're gonna to be able to run the ball a lot. We're going to be able to run the ball well this this season. That's not going to change. We were a top running team last year. I don't believe anybody's going to let Justin go crazy again this season. They're going to force him to try to pass. I you know, that's not going to surprise anybody. He, he's not going to surprise anybody with his with his running ability this year. They're going to. Him stay in the car, force him to stay in the pocket, beat us with your arm, and that's where this optimism, uh, not optimism, but my you know, coming back down to earth is coming from. If he's got to stay in the pocket, I'm going to need him and his receivers to be on the same page. And if you look at that game versus, versus Buffalo that we just had uh, last weekend, uh, I don't know if it's there yet. If I were to, like I said, if I were to give it, give us a, give us, give our season a win-loss projection, I'm putting that 8-9. I'm, I'm comfortable with that.
2: It's quite possible everybody in the division wins eight games. And it's, we could be considered, quote, one of the stronger divisions in the NFC. It's, it's going to be fun to watch play out, especially week one when your Bears
0: pay, go against, Stevens Packers.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh
0: yeah, oh yeah. That's that's gonna be a fun weekend. I cannot wait. It's gonna be a lot of back and forth. It's gonna be fantastic. Yes, <laughs> good, good for the rivalry. Good for the rivalry. We got we got some space in there to let let the Bears operate. Uh all right. So let's. I'm
3: I, I want a real good game. I want a good game. I really do. So. I don't.
0: I want to win thirty eight to ten. <laughs> <laughs> I want to serve notice. That, that's the type of game we're looking for. <laughs> okay. So I like what you said. You brought up there, Dave. You said everybody in this division can, can mess around and win eight games and we're being be considered one of the stronger divisions of in NFC, if not all of football. So is that is that a is that a um opinion that's shared about around all of us? About this division moving for this season, that we are one of the best divisions in the in the, in the league.
2: I didn't say the league; I said the NFC. Well, the <laughs> NFC.
0: I'm gonna I I'm gonna extrapolate it to the league because I want to talk about <laughs> how we how we fare up against some of other divisions like the AFC North or the NFC East. Well, not the, NFC, the AFC East. I will put us. In my opinion, I put us right behind them, those two divisions. Could be, Mm -hmm.
2: yeah. I'm not disagreeing.
0: Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure we was all seeing the same thing. We're we're all got we've got four teams that's, well, three teams on the rise and one team Mm -hmm. you know, trying trying to stay out (laughs) of the (laughs) gutter. We noticed Steve just left too.
2: No,
1: what's, no. What's the, division, what's the division? Dallas that's an NFC East, right? That's yes. East. Dallas, at Dallas, Philly, Redskins, Washington. That's a tough division right there. Those mm. are some very competitive uh football teams right there. Washington is on the incline. Uh you know what you got in Philly? Uh Giants is right there on the on the cuffs of being good. And uh you got Dallas who just depending upon the weather, how good they can be or will be. So that's a very tough division in the NFC. I think that's a tougher division than ours. Respectfully.
0: Really? Uh, I think, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue it too much. I think, well, obviously Philadelphia is a great team. I think that's the best mm-hmm. thing in the, in the conference mm-hmm. Uh Dallas is, good as well. I think Dallas if you put Dallas in this division I think that Dallas should win this division. Mm-hmm. Um that's what and then there, there's a drop off after that. Um Washington and Giants. I just don't. And the Giants. I I don't I'm not a Giant believer. I I think, I think <laughs> they got away with smoking mirrors last season. It was Yeah,
2: they in, it, in, it, in, it it may in, have been. It may have and been. The, uh, and the Ed sell.
0: Defense, yeah, got yeah.
2: Their quarterback paid, yes, mm-hmm.
0: yes, I definitely, definitely. I, I, other than those two teams, Philly and Dallas, I'm not, I'm not blown away by the NFC East.
2: And the only other one is the NFC West, and that's got San Francisco.
0: Oh yeah, uh, take San Francisco out of it. I think those are the rest of those three teams. Seattle, maybe seven, win, seven Seattle. wins, eight wins, nine wins. Some somewhere yeah. in this yeah. space.
2: Arizona's tanking. Yes, uh, Yeah. Not officially, but that's what it looks like from our end. Of they're the doing something world. more
0: than tanking. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, they don't look All very right. good. At and least. the Rams, they're still recovering from their Super Bowl win a few years ago.
0: Mm hmm. Still, yeah. Cooper Cup still hurt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fellas, it's been a great show uh great opening! maybe can't wait to, <laughs> can't wait to do, these, do these once a week give us oh, yeah. our round table how are we feeling for the filling for the division any let's go ahead and let's go ahead and plug our personal shows dave what you got coming up this week
2: hey on vikings first and skull we have the real farno on monday and wednesday at 6 p.m live on youtube Podcasts go out the next day. You have the Vikings Daily Opener, which I do on the podcast side, Fans First Sports Network, that goes out almost every day, or at least every day I can get it done. And then tomorrow we have at 4 o'clock Central live, two old bloggers, myself and Darren Campbell, both been in this business for over two decades apiece. We do our stuff. But since the season is starting, we have a special come Thursday night where we're doing a season preview with all four of our hosts come together. And we're going to talk about the 2023 season for the Minnesota Vikings and how they're going to beat the Lions, Packers, and Bears. I
0: like it. (laughs) it. Great job, June. Let's go.
1: Uh, On Monday night, 7 o'clock, bleachers and speakers. It drops uh, visually on Motor City Metrics on YouTube. Uh, you can check us out every Monday night at seven o'clock. The uh the radio uh version of the show, which is the actual audio from that show, will drop on Tuesday morning at 6 a.m. Um on all platforms, Spotify, uh, whatever. Apple iPod, I mean Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, uh iHeartRadio on all those platforms as well. So and I have a partner named uh B Foster, and he's Couldn't be here today. He wanted to be here. He will be here on uh, the next round table. He just had some business out of town business uh, this weekend. So uh, he'll be back. And like I said, we have a show Monday night, seven o'clock.
0: Perfect. Make sure you tune into all of these, Steve. Do you all, do you have a schedule yet for the coming soon? Coming soon. Everybody been on lookout for the Packer global Cast whatever you're gonna call it. Uh, sure, <laughs> it's gonna be entertaining and informative, and full of a lot of propaganda. <laughs> Cannot wait. <laughs>
3: win, win, win.
0: <laughs> as far as the Bear Claw, as you know, we've got as we're still in the off season, we got two episodes a week. But when the season starts, we're gonna have Monday mornings quarterbacking quarter Monday Monday morning quarterback. I'm sorry, I said I is a word salad that's going to be that's going to be led by my co-host q everybody's gotten used to him then we're going to have another two or three episodes per week going to look out in addition to this nfc roundtable, one one game preview coming out on every thursday and a couple of um other bits and bits and notes all all pushing the bears Getting you ready for the monsters of the midwave reclaiming the north. So, gentlemen, that was a great episode. I wish you all well in the wars to come. Good luck, everybody. Uh, Of course, of course. Also, don't forget to check out all the great shows on Fans First Sports Network. And as of today, this is your last chance to enter the. Contest for your chance to win four free tickets to see any Week One game in the, in the NFL. Go to contest.fansfirstsports.com to learn more. Contest ends September fourth, so make sure you get there before before you run out. You don't can't miss this opportunity. It's opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah, four for primo me, seats four up, up to five thousand dollars. Mm. Can't miss it. Can't miss it. I, I'm not turning. I'm not turning that down. All right, gentlemen, from me, from Dave, from June, and Steve, we'll catch you all next time.
1: Go, Lions.
0: (laughs) Go, Pat, go.
1: Skull leggings. And you know,
3: bear down.